Hello, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the uh, program. On today's show, we talk about the border and the mess, and we talk to uh, one of the attorney generals who um, filed suit. It was heard in the Supreme Court yesterday. I don't know if it went real well, but trying to get um, the stay in Mexico doctrine reinstated. Also, we talk a little bit about Russia and, you know, does it feel like maybe we're giving too much information to the press on how we're helping Ukraine blow things up? seems like we're begging Russia to uh, start a war directly with us, it, is what it seems like it at this kind point. Of, it kind of does. Of course, more news on Elon Musk and Riaz Patal, an old friend of the program, one of the more honest people I know, starting something to connect with people that I think you're going to really enjoy hearing. All this and more on today's podcast, which, by the way, is sponsored by Relief Factor. If you're one of the millions that have pain day to day, Stu, name your pain. What is it? You. Entirely. You. Completely. And in every way, it's all you. Here's the thing. Relief Factor attacks your pain as long as it's inflammation. <laughs> uh, four different directions where ibuprofen only does it from one. So it can give you ibuprofen 8,000. And for me, it doesn't work. But this does. Relief Factor. Try it. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Just try it for three weeks. If it's not working for you in three weeks, you're probably not going to see any change. But I have, and so have thousands of Americans and listeners. You want a drug-free and natural way to get your life back? Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com or 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. The best of the Glenn Beck program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome tonight on my Wednesday night special, a detailed look at the war on gender and the dark money network that's driving it. What we're witnessing is um, is something that was the seeds were planted a long time ago. Gender ideology. Uh, and this is not spreading because of, you know, natural pollinization. This is there, there, this, there are bees pollinizing, uh, giving pollen to everywhere they possibly can to make these things grow. And, uh, those bees have been very, very busy. Uh, it's dangerous ideology combined with super wealthy progressives, Corporations are involved, international organizations, and an army of nonprofits that form the poison that is currently waking, uh, making its way through the body of America. Dark Money Network, the funding of the war on gender. Tonight, only on Blaze TV. It's my special at 9 p.m. We'll see you there. 9 p.m. BlazeTV.com, Blaze TV YouTube, and Pluto. <sighs> now... I have been talking to you about a parallel economy, and I want to bring to you different things that people are doing to help. And we are playing a, a, a nasty game of catch up. Uh, I talked about the Tides Foundation, what, 15 years ago. The Tides Foundation, th- this, this network of money uh, is just is astounding, as you will see tonight, on what the left is doing and it's all shady i don't want to be involved in anything shady 
but I do want to stop giving my money to places that are not helping. There is a new credit card uh, that is coming out, and I, I want to make sure I understand it. Uh, the credit card, it's a credit card for conservatives. It's called COIN, C-O-I-G-N. Uh, and Rob Collins is the guy who's launching this. He's the founder. Rob, how are you, sir? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. This is a, a real honor. Longtime listener. So really well, appreciate uh, being on your show. So people, so they know who you are. You founded the American Action Network. You ran the National Republican Senatorial Campaign in 2014, which was a good year. You also yeah. were the confirmation Sherpa uh, for um, Neil Gorsuch with Donald Trump. Yes. Okay. So, yes. so you've been around. You know the game that everybody is playing. Tell me what's happening here with coin well as you just described i spent a lot of time of my 20s 30s in politics and um you know um invested a a lot of of that energy i had to to help win elections and i loved it and it was great but you know i just started to see that while while politics is critical and that's how we make our policies we got to start innovating in the private sector you know we got to start disrupting the model because it is so skewed against, you know, 40, 50 million Americans that if we don't innovate in the private sector, we're never going to be able to catch up. I mean, the Tide Center, the Tide Foundation, as you said, you know, the top 10 credit cards have given it over a million and a half dollars. And uh, let me assure you, there is no analogous contribution for no. groups that think, no. think, think, think differently than mm-hmm. the Tide Center. And conservatives just have been left out. And, and our voices you know, sometimes they rise up and we've seen that in the last week, but generally it's just a dull murmur because we're spread throughout the credit system. Um, you know, we, we talk about it, we complain to one another, but for the largest ideological group in America, we're out of the public square. You know, we have to whisper even amongst ourselves about mm-hmm. things that we don't like. And this is just a way for folks who like to talk about it or folks who are just quiet, but want to give back. To know two things. One, uh, with COIN, you're going to get a great credit card. You're going to get 1% cash back, all the protections, Visa, all the stuff you expect from every other credit card you're at. But every time you swipe COIN, the comp- our, our company will take a piece of the merchant fee and contribute it to conservative charities. And uh, we're going to have a system where uh, folks will be able to vote and feel like, you know, hey, I actually, I did something. They asked me to do something. I got my card. I used it. And then, you know, once a quarter that we're going to have four or five charities we'll put up for uh, vote. And, and I voted for a charity and they got, you know, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 to do good things that I really support. And, you know, next time we'll have some different charities. But, you know, our biggest thing is, is, is trying to help people find that voice again and find that collective action that says, hey, um, you know, I'll listen to us and, and also feel good that their commerce is investing in things that they believe in. I, I think that's really important. I, I'm very concerned about um, the ESG standards and the banking community. And, and this is still tied to the banking community, right? You're using MasterCard and Visa as your, your backbone, right? Well, you know, yes. I mean, dis- disrupting is hard. You can't. Yo, no, I know. <laughs> Believe me, I you know. Can't cede, yeah, you can't see 50 years of control to the left and right. say, to, we, we like it back, please. You know what they, right. you know, I can tell you, I mean, we have true patriots who as investors, uh, who 
because we went to the respectable places. We went to the venture funds and, and, uh, and they say, you'd start by saying, Hey, we have a, you know, 40% of the American public that's looking for something. We have the market research and they'd say, great. And we'd say conservative and they'd say not interested. So, I mean, we had to, yeah, I mean, these are, you know, conservatives longer tenure in their job, own their own home, own their own car, married, you know, they're, they're, they are the cream of the credit crop. And yet we had, we would, we would get our doors, the door slammed in our face because we'd say the C word. <laughs> so we, so we, we had to go uh, to, to really to, to people who, who understand the movement and are willing to invest in parallel economy right. uh, startups. And if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be on your show today. So and that's just the reality of, of where we are. What is the, what is the main goal? You see this in five years. What, what is your hope that this turns into? Um, a, we can, we can donate tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars to conservative charities. Now, wait, uh, hang so on just a second. Be- when you say conservative charities, what kind of charities are you for? I know it's going to be up for a vote, but are you thinking, uh, for instance, uh, like First Liberty, ones that are defending things in the court or, you know, like, uh, you know, so, something that is going to rescue people? I think there's two ways to look at it, which is, you know, we'd love to have people suggest charities on our, we launched yesterday and we've already had, you know, probably 30 or 40 emails with people saying, Hey, consider this one. Yeah. Um, so we'd like to have a rotation and we'd like to have, you know, broad categories. Um, you know, you know, we, like I, I heard earlier, you were talking about uh, tunnels to towers. I mean, we, we'd love to partner with great veterans charities that aren't afraid of conservative yeah. um, education, uh, religious freedom, um, smaller, smarter government, uh, conservation, you know, kind of offer folks, Got because, it. you know, you know, we want to have a broad spectrum, but we want to rotate out the charities. You know, we'd love to find smaller charities that are starting up and give them a little boost, um, but also support bigger ones. You know, I mean, we're not, you know, we really, the biggest thing for us is we want to make sure they're conservative and we want to make sure that if our folks, you know, if coin money is going, our customers money that they deliver, they, they're transparent, you know, uh, the, 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 that the charity rating firm said these are good charities and that they, that they really, that, that the ROI for our folks is, is tangible. That's really important to us. So how do people get involved in, with uh, COIN? Uh, you can go to our website, uh, coign.com, coin.com, and uh, like us on, you know, whatever social media, you, you know, Facebook, you know, we're all over the place and just try to, and, and then just tell your friends. I mean, instead of, Saying, you know, under, uh, you know, buying closed doors, <laughs> isn't this so terrible? Like, tell your friends, join this. And, yeah. let's, you know, let's start, let's have an open conversations and let's get back kind of where we've always been as a country, which is, A, we, you can speak your mind, but also you don't have, you know, the corporations funding causes that, like, it's, it's, it's not enough that they, they push their own worldview. They don't like us and they're trying to push us out. Yeah. And, 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 you know, indoctrinate our kids and tell us what to think and how to act when it should be, you know what, like you're a customer of ours and we respect you, not you should respect us. I know that we have, um, you know, we have a sponsor, Patriot Mobile, and they've done the same thing. They're on the same cell tower. So they're, they're renting space from these big guys so they could provide the coverage. But I know I'm a member because I don't want to give the, the big cell companies any of my money i know i have to you know patriot mobile is paying them a little bit for the space on the tower but 
at this point, that's the best option we have. I want to stop giving these people money. Uh, and this is a, just like Patriot Mobile. This is another way to do it uh, with your credit card. So if you have Visa, MasterCard or anything, uh, you might want to consider today going to coin.com. That's C-O-I-G-N. Any reason why you spelled it that way other than because you did, couldn't get coin.com? <laughs> You, you nailed it. Okay. Nailed it. <laughs> All right. We we wanted it. We wanted a short, clean website. Yeah. We wanted a short, clean name, and we know we'll have a little little name building to do. Yeah. But uh, uh, just you know, we like the alliteration. Yeah. To coin card for conservatives. Coin c o i g n dot com. Coin dot com. Rob, thank you very much. Let us know how it's going. We'd love it. Thanks. Appreciate it. it. You bet. Bye bye. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program, and we really want to thank you for listening. I know what you're thinking. Glenn, you seem more confident today. Yes, well, my friends, that started last night. I applied my new secret weapon for confidence. I call it sweat block. Guess what it does? The sweat block wipes are applied at night and protect you from embarrassing or uncomfortable sweat for days. Here's the best part. It really works. Sweat block was developed by a Harvard doctor who was tired of, you know, getting up front of people with, you know, sweat tacos under his arms. His problem is now our solution. If you're like me and you might not suffer from excessive sweating, but when the lights are on and I'm on stage, the underarm faucets kind of turn on once in a while. It's a lifesaver for your pitch giving, hard working, date going average people a godsend for you jeffy like sweaty beast i mean i don't know how you anyway if you have an awkward teenager do them a favor arm them with sweat block also try the deodorant stick best i've ever tried get it all today 20 percent off sweatblock.com promo code beck or at amazon Stu, this is going to come as a surprise to you mm. but um diamond blount uh, Diamond Blount is uh, somebody that was convicted of uh, rape. Uh, and uh, Diamond is like, okay, well, you know, that's that was before I became Diamond. You know, that's when I was Ramel Blount. Okay. Now I'm Diamond. And so oh. a judge in New York. So your, your entire criminal record should be wiped out, right? Well, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. I mean, he, she did go to prison for rape, oh, no. but because he was now identifying as a woman, he was housed in the women's facility. Oh, good. This, I, you know, this is one of those things we've always used as an example of the absurd possibilities if yeah. this were to continue. And no. it's good to know that it is no. actually happening no. in real life. Yeah. So while he was a resident, I love that, a resident mm-hmm. of the Rose M. Singer Center, the section of the prison. Not a prisoner, but a resident. A resident. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was a section of the prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it had drapes and everything else oh, and maybe nice. sewing machines for the women. You know, the women folk, they like kitchens. Like, like Diamond. You know, like Diamond. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but apparently uh, Diamond also likes to violently rape women in a bathroom. Diamond does? Diamond does. Are you talking about Ramel? No, Diamond. Because Ramel did do that. But you're not saying Diamond did it as well. No, Diamond did it as well. Wow. What are the odds? What are the odds? No, I can't. They're both related. 
I mean, they're both named Blunt. I think they're I think they're both related. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what's the odds that both of them violently raped women? I don't think the percentage chances of this occurring would be anything over a hundred percent. Well, well, I have to tell you, I uh, I would like to I'd like to side with you, but I don't <laughs> yeah. know the lesbian experience. Right, you're so, you're not well versed in that. No, because I'm not. you are not. Because that's I'm not a lesbian. Well. I actually am a lesbian. I am only attracted to women. So mm. I think maybe that. No. So that was rape. Okay. Next story uh, that just doesn't seem to make sense to me. <clears throat> CNN executives, when they started their streaming platform that lasted a full four weeks, mm-hmm. I'd like to spend the time counting, but it's just to one, two, Three. It's just too high of a number to spend that kind of time mm-hmm. counting the weeks. Um, they, um, <clears throat> the CNN executives thought that they could attract 30 million global subscriptions <clears throat> because they, they broke this. De- Apparently there's a memo with this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, 29 million CNN super fans. They're, they believe there are 29. They believed. believed. <laughs> hard D. Hard D. There's a, a hard, hard stop on that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they believed that 20, there were 29 million <laughs> super fans. Now, <clears throat> I don't know where they come up with that number. Uh, but most of those super fans feel trapped at the airport. Uh, just saying. Right. They are in a very long delay to go yes. to Albuquerque. Yes. And CNN happens to be mm-hmm. on the television. That mm-hmm. does not make a super fan. No. It doesn't even make a person no, who makes wants a to super watch. max. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it isn't even in people who would want, would be enticed to watch it for free. No. no. They're certainly not going to pay for no. it. No. No, no. no, and okay. I, if you had to make an honest guess, a guess of the number legitimately, the number of CNN super fans, and you were in that meeting and they were saying this, no joking around, what would you place that number at? 8,300. Yeah, I would say, I would say mm-hmm. super fans globally. globally mm-hmm. I would say less than a hundred thousand. Much less you than a hundred thousand. You have to include the insane. You have There's to. Way include. more people. The, the insane people don't. don't I'm not talk saying trash about them. No, I'm not saying all insane. I'm saying there's a subset of insane people. There may the insane people of the world may be more likely to delve into the world of CNN Plus, right. but they are not exclusively right. Well, the problem is all of those people subscribed. They just. They they just did it in their imaginary world, right? So, those um, super fans are still enjoying CNN Plus. The, the the fact that they had a legitimate estimate, or not a legitimate estimate, but an estimate that someone provided them that they would have thirty million subscribers is crime. 
Uh, you know, I think they're blaming McKinsey for this, the, the consulting outfit, mm. which is one of the most, you know, world yeah. renowned, you know. Were they the ones that came up with 29 that is, million? I've heard them blamed for it. I don't know for mm-hmm. sure if it, it was them, but that is who is uh, at least getting the yeah, well, shade from uh, inside sources. Sure. Well, you can't blame any of the people working at CNN. No. They're above, you know, oh, they're above approach. Well, you as know. you know, Glenn, we at this time. Do not have enough information to judge whether this was a success. I or heard failure. that from the potato. I heard you, that you heard a potato. Say yeah, I think it was a potato. It was a potato in a suit, an ill-fitting suit. Really? Yeah. And he was like, "We can't really judge, you know, if whether this is a success or not. How could one know? How could uh, how, what information has been provided to make a determination? Three hundred to- million dollars spent. Mm-hmm. Uh, no real subscribers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And other uh, than this, though, and, and the fact that it's been shut down already, what right. what 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 information do we have as to judge whether it was success, other a success than those or failure? things? We don't. We don't have, we don't anything. have any. We don't so have it's anything. too early to know. Yeah. I think my that, my thought is by the year twenty three eighteen, we will have a a beginning of the understanding as to whether CNN sure. Plus was a success or failure. Sure, it's going to take that much time. Though. Yeah, it, this is just well, too important a project. The most important thing least, that CNN has done since its launch. It's but. at least seventy five years before we can get to that. I mean, they've got as much information as the CDC yeah. and the FDA. It's, <laughs> right. We gotta We're wait. Never gonna know. Um, so, uh, Ahiko Kondo from Japan mm-hmm. has just married Hatsume Miku. Which uh, is lovely. Uh, she's a fictional computer synthesized pop singer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he was very disappointed because he said no one in his family showed up for the wedding. You're kidding me. And I would just wow. <laughs> like to say that's one of the first things that's come out of Japan that has made sense to me <laughs> in uh, quite, quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Quite a long time. I think... I think that's the way we should be. You know, we should in America. I'm I'm not so sure that would happen. I think a lot of people would go. You don't you don't want to hurt his feelings. You don't don't deny that that is a fictional character and just on his computer. That's his love. We got to bet. Love wins always. Mm. Love wins. See, I think I would get if, if that invitation came in the mail my wife would say oh we're not going to that and i would say are you kidding me i gotta see this i've got to be a part of this situation yeah, i would go with you under <laughs> that guys yeah. i'd be like yeah oh oh she's there's material for weeks where are you guys about that? where are you guys going on your honeymoon and they should he should have invited us yeah we would have come i would have flown to japan to watch that thing happen <laughs> that would have been a fun <laughs> ceremony well, here's one. Uh, a man with nine wives. Nine wives. Nine wives. Nine wives. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has just been married, uh, crazily, in a church in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he says that um, he just has a sexual appetite that just can't be satiated uh, with just one wife. Uh, he sounds like a dream come true, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he tried to, you know, have sex by appointment. But he said that was just too difficult because there were times that he was thinking about the other girl and, and he wanted to be, you know, her. And it then would be was, easier. You, you just kind of pick on demand, right? You do walk in. That's what select. It, it's well, like that's when what you walk done. into, a, a, you know, 7-Eleven, they have 
a bunch of different flavors yeah. of Monster Energy drinks. You yeah. don't want to have just one that you would schedule in advance. I don't always have Cool Ranch Doritos. Right. You, you might want I mean? nacho cheese. You might want spicy nacho. You might want that spicy chili, gum. which is spicy sweet chili, which yeah. is delicious. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, you know, I, I just want a candy bar, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and you should be able to have whatever you whatever, want, whenever, whenever you want. Whenever. Within, uh, t- asterisk, within the bounds of holy matrimony. That is a really important thing. I don't want, it would be really a bad thing if people decided they could just have sex outside of marriage when this is going on. Instead, marry as many people as you can and then just rotate through. That's the, that's the, it's the godly way of doing it. Apparently. I think it's going to last. <laughs> well, now I should say he married, uh-huh. he married eight. He's already lost one. No. Yes. He lost no. one. Yeah. She on second thought, you know, when she sobered up, uh, mm-hmm. she thought I might've had too much communion wine here. Oh, really? I, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I thought they were my bridesmaids. <laughs> Uh, and apparently, no, they were all his wife. This is so. why you marry fictional characters. Yeah. <laughs> they, they always stick around. Yeah. And they don't mm-hmm. see. You could delete them. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Boop. They're gone. The best of the Glenn Beck program. of the program somebody if you're a longtime listener of this uh, program uh you might remember riaz patal he is now the founder of connect effect he is a tv producer two-time emmy nominee couldn't get it done huh <laughs> martha stewart both times and she wasn't even there <laughs> she wasn't there um but uh uh he's also a guy that i think we met in 2015 or 2016 mm-hmm. And um, there was a shooting. You're a Muslim. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a gay man. And there was a shooting. And you were, you know, the media was telling you this is really this is what's happening. And then Trump came along and you're like, OK, I got to know what's really going on. Yeah. And you went up to Alaska. Yeah. Uh, and said, I just want to meet these people because I can't live in a world if that's really what I'm surrounded by. Yes. And you found out that's not not remotely. Not remotely. That 50% of the population are not the cliche that I was led to believe. They're actually real human beings. And we had such a great time getting together. I still follow you on Instagram. We we chat from time to time. But um, the the thing that always uh, struck me was how honest you always were. You were really looking for information. You weren't trying to prove anything. You just wanted to know what the truth was and how different... Our understanding of the news was because you lived in your world. Yes. And I lived in my world. And I remember putting things up on the chalkboard and you said, none of those things happen. No, none of those things I knew about. Yeah. Not and they at were all. Like big stories to yeah. conservatives. It was weird. Never. And it used to be the strangest thing when I would come here and visit you that I'd get on the plane and leave the L.A. feeds yeah. and arrive here. Completely different news, completely different stories. Yeah. And I'm like, this is insane. They're yeah. two different worlds. So you've been trying to bridge the gap. Yeah. Uh, for a long time, uh, and we talked about shows where mm-hmm. you could actually talk. Things have only gotten worse. Yes, absolutely. And I think that was the big problem was the screen world. And I call it the screen world. All the edits that magically appear for us on our yeah. phone is the screen world. Is not the real world. 
it's a very particular point of view and very highly edited. And so to me, for seven years, it's what is the truth? And every time I would bring people together, seven people, 10 people, 50 people in Alaska or, or Dallas or New York, it, they were never the cliches that I was led to believe. And I constantly was wondering how do they connect and why wouldn't they connect? And really, it came down to the power of the screen world is now the way we see the world. Not People can be standing in front of us mm-hmm. and we cannot see them or their humanity because we see them through the edits that we think we know about it them. It is really terrifying because that's, is. you know, we were talking off the air. Children's suicide and depression is off the charts. I Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And uh, I think it's because of this. There's yes. nothing real you don't really know people. There's no, re- and COVID only made it worse, mm-hmm. no real connections going on. And, connect, and that's the thing. It's so funny. Everyone seems to be lacking true authentic connection. And the thing that I realized over seven years is that true connection is not remotely information-based, even if we're all living in an information age, that the words we exchange are 7% of communication. It's the body language, it's the tone, it's all of those things that create humanity. None of those you get from a screen. You just get the words, which Mm -hmm. is why sequentially posting at each other gets us absolutely nowhere fast. And so I kept trying to think, what is a way to do this, to hard reset actually physical people in a room so that they can see each other and not see the edits that they think they know about each other? And that took seven years of testing and testing and testing. So how are you you going to do this? So it's called Connect Effect. And what it is, it's an in-person, it's an entertainment experience. And it's designed that way because I reached out to a policy institute and they said, everything we're doing about bridging and facilitated conversations not working. People just show up with more information and they just keep exchanging it and no one actually listens and no one actually learns or is impacted. So it was how can I get people in a physical room and we do 50 to 100 people at a time to really see each other, the people in the room, the real world, and not the screen world, not seeing each other through the screen world. And it takes, it's a hard reset of their humanity. So how do you do mm-hmm. that? Because you, I would think that you would, depending on where you are, you would have a lot of conservatives show up mm-hmm. and some very timid liberals, or a lot of liberals show up and some very timid conservatives, and you would fight an agenda. Yes. You know what I mean? So how do you, how do you, how are you getting that? You know, the thing is, the actual connect effect, what it is, is this, is that when you connect with someone in a meaningful in-person way, in person, human to human, you'll talk openly and honestly. It's how we mm-hmm. met. When we sat down opposite each other in 2016, and I came with my information, we just looked at each other and we're like, oh, you're just a human being who wants to know. Yeah. Once you have that connection, you'll talk openly and honestly. When you talk openly and honestly, you will understand. And that understanding deepens the connection. That's the connect effect. Right. Now people are talking without the connection, and it's just this exchanging of information. But it, so they don't talk first. They sit back, and from the moment the doors open, there's music, there's images on the screen, two sides of stories that people have never seen, whether it's edits they've seen in the news. Oh, yeah, that's what CNN ran, that's what Fox, side by side. And it constantly says, which edit do you see? Which edit do you not see? And we're constantly running through history. Mm. Here's an edit you do know, an edit. So before we even start the program, they're seeing you're only, that they're only seeing one edit. And so it would, I would imagine it's very important to let the audience know that you're not trying to change them politically. Not at all. You're just trying to say, you don't know the whole story. You don't know the whole story. Sides. And the whole story doesn't necessarily even matter when you are trying to fix things in your world. You and I did a podcast special a while ago where we brought seven Americans together to talk about guns. And it was so great. And they just spiraled and spiraled until the NRA firearms instructor... 
and the Moms Demand Action woman spent time together, made a joke, and suddenly all the defenses were gone because they had connected. Yeah. And then they talked openly, they understood, and they realized that we're 90% there. Yeah. But when they were all in a room guarded with their information, yeah, I'm Before this- we started, it, we, we were both concerned yeah. this could be a nightmare. Absolutely. And by the end, I think the Marxist professor was like, this was great. Yeah. Yeah. Because they stopped seeing each other through the screens. And the screens come at you all day, every day. And the way the screens work is for attention extraction, is what they call it at Google. That's all they're doing. And so whatever you like, they'll send you more of it. If you're angry about this, they'll send you more. Because the real facts are that anger makes money. The easiest shift to create in a human being is anger. Yeah. What travels faster than any virus? Fear. And so if the screens are constantly making you feel the world is burning constantly, then you are never going to be able to connect but they make cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching more money the more you're watching. And so we hard reset the shared humanity of the people in the room. And it's very interesting because at some point they start realizing, wait, I was going to say that, but I only know that from a screen. And so we sell say to people, talk about what you know. Did you work on the front line of COVID? Great. Tell us about that. If you didn't, it's your time to sit back and listen because you received a screen edit that was designed to make you upset and angry, to look at more, to look at more, to look at more, to look at more ads. And so I'm trying to get people, the amazing thing is when people meet in the real world, they're constantly engaging each other with what they know from the screen, which has little to no relevance to the person that they're talking to. Um, you, the first one is happening where? In Orange County? In Orange County this Saturday, April 30th. Um, I'm working with an organization called Civic Genius. And I really was, re- I was relentless when I was finding a partner that they did not have a political affiliation. Because I cannot tell someone. No. what the way they should think. I don't live their life. I haven't lived their lives thousands and thousands of days as them. That's not, it's actually not the, I shouldn't say that. The problem is people who are trying to tell people what to think, mm-hmm. not how to think, what to think. You will believe this. I don't care what side it's on. You believe this and there's no compromise. You must believe this yeah. or you are bad. Bad. That, it's, that's what's killing us. Yeah. That's and, what's killing and us. And when you and I met years ago, I came in with this perception of what I thought you were. And when we sat, the humanity clicked in and we were able to talk. And all I want, the whole point of this, is I just want people to stop fighting in their families and stop fighting in their communities. Because if you can't, can't sit down with the people in your community to solve your problems, no one wins. So what age group are you This doing? is mostly 18 and over, but 18 to 80. It can be okay. anyone. And, um, uh, and <clears throat> when you go... Um, do you have to participate or can you just watch? You can, you can. So everyone sits and it's everything is designed the way the seats are set up, the way the screen works. It's all highly, highly, highly produced. So everyone sits in this very large U. So there's no hiding in the back. But how it's people... It's like an AA meeting. It's like <laughs> you can't go anywhere. You must stay. But you not everyone speaks. And who speaks is random. It's actually done through a way inside their pouches. Some people have a chip and some people don't. And the people with blue chips have to stand up and then they have a conversation. It's a way, but before... So you're not speaking to... I mean, you are speaking in front of the whole group, mm-hmm. but you're not speaking and having interaction with the whole group. No. The whole group is kind of channeling it through different conversations Correct. between... Correct. And a lot of them, we say it's one story told between two worlds. One is the real world, all of us in the room, and the other is all the media we have on the screen. And so the screen plays a large part in it with edits and media coming at the audience, showing them, well, what is true? Because if this is true on the screen, it can't be true in the real world. And we're constantly juxtaposing the two. And it really ends up being this mind-blowing hard reset. So do you have, are you going to have video Mm -hmm. there? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Can you return maybe and, and show me some video and, and give me the results of what this happened? We can. We, we actually have two tests on the website, connecteffect.us under testimonials. Oh, okay. One, we took women and we said, if women, once connected, could they solve each other's most deep, challenging question? So we took these total strangers, didn't know each other, connected them, and they're reading these unbelievable vulnerable questions like, why am I single my whole life? Why do I draw men that would abuse me? And the audience helps them find the answer. That's unbelievable. It's incredible because all that happens is we have a problem, we go to an expert. We have a problem, we go to an expert. Diagnosed, medicated. Sometimes we just need opinions of other people and social buffering, and that doesn't exist anymore. So that was one test. The other was at a university because we had students at this university afraid of each other, not just physically, but ideologically. Oh, yeah. And so we thought, could we take students once connected after 60 minutes, would they be open to the other side's ideology? And you look at the video, they were. They saw the whole thing differently, and they realized that all these people in the real world, in the room, are not the enemies that they perceive coming through the edits. So how do you get people to, I mean, are you just traveling the country? Are you asking for we, places to host you? We are. It? We're looking for organizations. We're looking for churches, synagogues, anywhere where people have stopped talking, which is pretty much everywhere. Everywhere. We're looking, and it's not just led by me. It's a system that's replicated and designed to be done by many people. The system is called Epic. Forbes described it was a game changer a few years ago. It's a different way of approaching people that you have to engage through equalization. That's the E. If I don't look at you as an equal, what are the point are we talking about? Like, why am I talking to you if I don't think you're an equal? And then beyond that, the P is personalization. I don't care what you read because whatever you read, I've got, you've got stats, I've got stats. You've got Mm -hmm. articles, I've got articles. Now we go nowhere. What do you know? What have you experienced of racism? What have you experienced of suffering? That's what I need to know. But if you keep bringing, I kept bridging these conversations and I have seven people in the room and 480 opinions. And suddenly Nancy Pelosi was there and Mitch McConnell. And I'm like, why are they in the room? They're certainly not going to be helping you fix your problem in your school. Mm -hmm. And so it's personalization. Then information gathering. The thing I tell people, stop talking about what you know. We know what you know. Ask people, what do I not know? That is the, the I think that is one of the real keys to yes. if people say I can't talk to them um, or I want to just I need to change their mind. If you're approaching a conversation that way, you are saying to yourself, they don't have anything of value to teach me. Yes. And which, when you both exchange that just the basic thing, and I don't mean stats, I mean, you as a person. Yes. How did you get there? As soon as you get there, things change. I I always ask people, why are we not cyclopses? Why do we have two eyes that do the exact same thing, not even an inch and a half apart? Because that's the only way to see depth and perspective. So I tell people, look at the world with your view. You need the other view to see the world in more than two dimensions. You have to know what you don't know. Constantly, I would come to the blaze and you and I would sit down, whether we were traveling on a project, mm. and I would learn so much about the world that I never knew and likewise, vice versa. Likewise, And it was the only way that I saw things with depth. It was no longer a two-dimensional edit. In the screen world, it was three-dimensional in the real world. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Yeah, we got to wrap up. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. The, the scripture, there must be opposition in all things. All of it must you know? be. We, we we don't want to argue and you've got to agree to one side. No, there must be opposition in all for things. solutions. Yes. Yes. And and to see depth. Yes. So, Riaz, thank you so much. Uh, you can uh, find out more on this at connecteffect.us. That's connecteffect.us. Na, 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 na.